Hello and welcome to the weekly Economic and Market Watch podcast. This is Sam Kemp of CFC. Today, let's talk about the labor market. Every first Friday of the month is Jobs Day, and that's because the Bureau of Labor Statistics releases employment data on this day. Now, the thing about jobs data is that there is currently no winning or losing number. Why? Because if the economy adds a lot of jobs, we see it as labor market resilience and we cheer. But then we worry that the Federal Reserve sees this as the labor market being overheated and therefore continue to raise interest rates to curb wage inflation. On the other hand, if the job gains are low, we worry that it may be a sign of a potential economic downturn. But then we are relieved to know that it may give the Fed some room to slow its rate hike. You see, any jobs number can make you cry or cheer about the economy depending on who you listen to. It's a strange time indeed. And the reason is something is off about the labor market. We have been facing a labor shortage crisis since the economy reopened from COVID restrictions. And every one of us is asking the same question. Where are the workers? There's an estimate of about 2.6 million workers missing from the labor force. A recent study by a Harvard professor found that the biggest number of missing workers are low-wage workers, and these workers are the hardest to find in areas hit the hardest by COVID. Where are those areas? Well, the answer is the richest neighborhoods of America, like those in Boston, New York, and Los Angeles. Many have attempted to solve the mystery of the missing workers. We have heard everything from immigration restrictions to an aging population and fear of COVID. However, Professor Cherry of Harvard University takes another approach and looks at local data to understand the patterns. In his research, he finds that it is the areas with the highest rent that are missing the most workers. Interestingly, these are also the areas hit the hardest by COVID in 2020, when restaurants and bars were most empty. Overall, what you can observe from the analysis of this study is that the size of job losses due to COVID is the strongest predictor of a persistent reduction in local labor supply. The mystery, however, remains because the study does not find a big impact of workers moving from high rent to low-end areas on local labor supply. That means labor shortages in high-end areas did not lead to better labor supply in low-rent areas. One could say this is equal sharing of misery. Now, could it be that low-wage workers just completely gave up on jobs? And if so, why? Well, one thing to consider is, given how high living costs have gotten across the country, there is no escape from inflation. Although wages have increased, they have not caught up with inflation. From the perspective of a low-wage earner, the value of getting a job has declined significantly, especially for those who have children to care for, as their cost of childcare may exceed their earnings meaning holding a job no longer makes economic sense for them. The question is, how long can this go on, and what's next for the future? That's it for today. Thank you for listening, and be sure to download the Economic and Market Watch dashboard. Talk to you soon.